Welcome to the Burgundy Blues Podcast, a show dedicated to our fantasy football league as we continue our journey to obtain the coveted Burgundy jacket. I am Mackenzie Smith, joined tonight by Logan Wells and Colton Sullivan once again. Week 11 is in the books. How's it going tonight, boys? Awesome. Doing decent. Managed to uh, sneak by with a win. Yeah. Well, I got one of these for you tonight, Colton. <laughs> That's what I like to hear, man. That's what I like to hear. If I was not going into work in uh, three and a half hours, I'd be cracking one myself. Oh, you crack one. It'll wear off. The problem is is stopping at just one. Right. Oh, that's for a loss, but a pretty tough loss. I'm sure that we will talk about it. I'm sure that Scary Harry's got something for us later about it. But Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson just did not did not show up. But I've got faith, and that burned me bad. Dud Sean Watson. I don't even want to say that. He's not a dud. He's no, he's definitely he's incredible. I would be happy to have Deshaun Watson on my team. Yeah, I'm I'm writing the game off. It's it's not it's it didn't happen. It's it's just erased. But took a big loss from that. But I I don't remember. I mean, did you Colton, did you get a win? I did. One oh four to ninety four. Nice. Logan. With three players I, I going against win. me on Monday night football. And Colton winning was big for me because it knocked Hayden down to eighth place and let me into the playoffs if they started this week, but they don't. Yeah, we've had a we've had a bit of a fruit basket turnover in the playoffs. Yeah, lately. Hayden Hayden was fifth place if I remember correctly, and losing to me put him in eighth place. That's just how tight the middle of the field is. And I was in about eighth. Or maybe ninth, and I jumped up to six. So it's good stuff. Good groceries. Yeah. So Logan, still, you're in the playoffs now. Still dead uh, last, but I'm making a push. Uh, Jordan's in the Jay Bell's in the playoffs now. So and if he got, loses this week, I, I looked up how a head-to-head tiebreaker works. Do y'all do you know what that is, McKenzie? How that exactly works? Because it's not what I thought. No idea. It takes all the teams that are tied and looks at how they performed against each other. So it only looks at games you played against the other teams that are tied. So for me, Hayden Diggins and J bell, it just looks at the games we played against each other. And if you split, it only counts wins. And so if you split, nothing counts because it's a win and a loss. So that's why J bell's ahead of me is I have two wins. He has two wins, but he's got me in points. It's it's there's a whole algorithm for it. It's a it's a, it makes your brain hurt, your head hurt. We don't have time for big brain stuff tonight. All right, all right. Um, but I'll stop. <laughs> no, that's that's that isn't. I had no idea. I thought it was just by points. I didn't know there was another another whole system to it. No, our settings is the head to head first, and then points if someone ties in head to head. Interesting. I like that. It's good to know that there's that it goes a little bit deeper than what you see. But, all right. Well, let's get into it. This week, I was unable to find a bonehead. I don't know if you guys had seen a bonehead. We didn't really talk about it hardly at all at the start of this thing. But, uh, yeah. 
I mean, there wasn't bonehead move of the week criteria is really just, uh, you know, you played a guy that you shouldn't have played or you did something that didn't make that make much sense, a trade that didn't make sense. Um, anything like that. Hey, speaking of, we need to talk about a trade that was made. I forgot to, forgot to mention that or take Stop note of that. But Colton, why don't you explain this trade that you were a part of? You've been the big boy tr- making trades this year. I, I have. I've I've turned over a new leaf, and I have been experiencing the ups and downs of the trade market. It's like watching um, your high school crush get married to somebody else, Colton. Yeah. That's what that trade did to <laughs> me. <laughs> so I've held on to DK all year, and I've I've enjoyed his production. Um, as Antoine said in our, in our group chat, I believe Joe Mixon could have been gotten for a six pack a couple of weeks ago. And that was why I was not high on Joe Mixon at all. Seeing his schedule through the remainder of the year, I think that there's a great potential for more points, you know, not, not more than what he's done. I'd say over the last two to three weeks necessarily, but more than what I've been getting in my RB2 spot. So, Jay Clark offered me the trade of Joe Mixon for DK Metcalf, and I went with it. You know, you say that he's not going to get more than what he's done over the past few weeks. That may be true, but I think he is going to do what he's been doing over the past three weeks, Yeah, that's, which is that 15 was, that's points. That's where I was getting at there. I, I think yeah. he's going to be steady with, with his production. My thing I would weigh in here is I think it's a good trade on paper, but I think the Bengals could shut him down with some bullcrap injury in their attempts to tank. That would be the one thing I'm scared of. I'm scared of it happening with Lev Bell. So it's just something you risk. But he'll get right. more volume than Metcalf. So Yeah, so I mean, if I were to pick a winner of this trade, Colton, I would say that you, you win here. Um, because I think that DK Metcalf can, can still be huge. I think this is a good trade. It's, it's, it's pretty even. It was a very, a very fair trade. I mean, there, there's not one clear cut winner in my opinion. Yeah. And, and Jay Clark is looking to increase his depth at at receiver and get a couple more guys that are more consistent. I think that DK Metcalf is going to be consistent. Um, it opens him up to play some different running backs, uh, on his team. And, but, the issue I have more issues with DK Metcalf than I do with Joe Mixon rest of the season, which is weird to say. But um Yeah, the, the, being, the Seahawks rest of season, like through our playoffs, is kind of rough. Yeah, it is. And Tyler Lockett is supposed to be back this week. And um and they have a really pretty tough schedule for wide receivers. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, that was what I was looking at mainly. Yeah, and but the thing about it is Russell Wilson is the quarterback, and Russell Wilson is going to do some stupid stuff and amazing things yeah. with Stu- these tough Stupid matchups. is in amazing, not stupid is in like bonehead. Moves. He's the light beer version of Lamar Jackson. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and if Jay Clark makes it to the playoffs, Week 16 is Arizona. Yeah, so <laughs> you know that's that's all that's that's pretty much a given that you're going to have a good production day. And the NFL blessed us with that 49ers game after fantasy ends week 17. So get get that out of here. Yeah, there you go. We don't need that. 
But yeah, so this is this is a great trade. This is one of the best of the year because it is so even at this point. You know, if you had made this trade in like week four, you would look like an idiot. Yeah. But yeah. And <laughs> also, rest of season, it's great. It, it kind of goes without saying, but my main reason for doing that trade is because the only good top tier running back I have is Nick Chubb. Underneath that is Sony Michelle. Thank you, McKenzie. I'm You're welcome. full on eating the Sony Michelle <laughs> because it's terrible. Yep. It's like someone showed up to Thanksgiving <clears throat> with like a blackberry pumpkin pie. It's just a conglomeration <laughs> of crap that should not be on a plate together. Feed it to the dogs. It's terrible. And so he would just then feed I have Sonny Michelle Sanders. to the dogs. And I also had Adrian Peterson. He is now floating around in Waverland. So if you want to burn a roster spot, as the saying goes. Oh, that's only for Alfred Morris, though. <laughs> but, Dennis uh, Johnson may be available. <laughs> Dennis Johnson. I'm sorry, David Johnson. I'm going to see what week 13 holds, and he may get the big old boot to the curb. Just punt him, man. No, because he's going to come back <laughs> to bite me in the playoffs. So we're going to see. You know me, I'm skeptical. If you punt him, he'll end up on my team and will probably cause me to lose. That'd be okay. Uh, Colton, have you started Sony Michelle since he's been on your roster? Um, yes, I started him last week in week eleven, and he got gotcha. me five points. Sorry about that. <laughs> Projected at nine point seven against Philadelphia, a horrible defense. I'm like, all right. If anything good is going to come from the Eagles losing to the Patriots, maybe Sony Michelle has a good day. And had he gotten into the end zone, I would have been happy with him. But it's just that backfield, man, it's so weird. Rex Burkhead, James White, Sony Michelle, and whoever else wants to run the ball. On the Julian side Edelman, a couple rushing yeah. attempts. Bill Belichick. Yeah, Bill Belichick gets <laughs> out there, takes a couple snaps. Might as well. Yeah, their run game is rough, but... Uh, anyway, so what I was getting to before we, uh, before we got off on some trade talk is a 500 IQ play of the week this week. Since I couldn't find a bonehead, I was able to scrounge through all the different, different things. And I will get into that with this clip if I can find it. Oh, not yet. Hang on. Mistakes were made. I'm not even mad. That's amazing. There it is. <laughs> uh, not mad at all. It's actually amazing because Antoine has continued to start multiple Buffalo Bills and trusting the them. Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo. He is he is the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Buffalo Bills all the way around. John Brown, Josh Allen, Devin Singletary mainly is the trio there, but he's also had Frank Gore in the mix this year. And just, uh, just all about all about the Buffalo Bills has made some wrong calls throughout the season with who to start with these guys. Typically, if they get benched on Antoine's team, then they explode. But this week, he got it right. Got it right big time. But not not that hard against Miami. Um, you kind of got to throw him out there against Miami. But my goodness, Josh Allen. 33 fantasy points, four touchdowns. John Brown, 29 and a half fantasy points. We've got Devin Singletary with 75 yards. So the Buffalo Bills 
paid off. Buffalo Bill showed up. And I can see your skepticism if, if you didn't want to do that. Um, but Antoine had some uh, buys and threw them out there. And they exploded. So there you go. So I don't... It is kind of a no-brainer. So maybe it's not a 500 IQ. Maybe like... Maybe it's like, maybe a, like, like, a, like a 190 IQ. Yeah, I was going to say maybe like 130 or so. It's a, it's a pretty average IQ play. But uh, it's... <laughs> <laughs> that's impressive you did it good job uh all right and, and probably only three out of those four players was, was somebody that you drafted for him so you know the odds are he actually made at least one decision on his own i don't think i drafted any of those players for him actually i think that all of them were waiver pickups you but <laughs> supposed to say that mckenzie the people want to know how it feels to have drafted the top two fantasy teams in one year how'd you do it is Antoine really number two yep Man, I guess I guess I uh, bring on next year's draft. I'll just draft everybody's team, and then then we'll all be winners. <laughs> Let you get blackout drunk and do it. <laughs> I'll be the only one that shows up next year. Oh no, we'll be there. <laughs> We're just gonna let you draft. <laughs> we'll be down. Just be river. outside. <laughs> uh, all right, so be hanging out with River Dan. In River Dan. Tim. In Mad Dog Team, <laughs> unleash him. Um, so speaking of speaking of aliases and uh, people that tend to come out come out at night, got a call from Scary Harry this week, and uh, I only heard about the first maybe second and a half of this, and I can already tell that it's going to be a good one. So it's going to be juicy. Let's check in with our old pal Scary Harry. See how he's doing. What he's got to say. Welcome back to the shit show. Scary Harry here. 300 seconds of fantasy football starts now. I am furious. I am mad. I'm back in Northwest Arkansas and I'm about to go to Mexico and find all the drugs I can because I'm on a five game losing skid. <laughs> Look at my team. James Conner hurt with one and a half points this week. Tyreek Hill hurt again. Zero points. Austin Hooper, zero points. He's f***ing hurt. Adam Thielen is f***ing hurt still. Zero f***ing points. Are you <laughs> me? Colton's side of the ball. He won 104-93. By the way, Drew Brees, 21 points. Michael Gallup, nine receptions, 148 yards. Didn't even have a touchdown, and he gets 18 and a half. Andrew showing up, 15 points, a touchdown at 75 yards, complimented by four receptions. The New England, almost said New England, the f***ing Oakland defense got him 14 points. <laughs> I can't catch a break. The wheels are falling off. Once again, 104-93, Colton takes the victory. Next matchup, Luke versus Diggins. Paul came out with the win. 132 to 89. All of a sudden, Luke's team is looking awful scary. What is going on here? It's week 11. It was week 11. Now it's week 12. I'm trying to load the scores up here. Little bit of technical difficulties. <laughs> so I'll tell you right now, I'm debating going back to Mexico and getting all the drugs I can find because this season is falling apart. Patrick Mahomes. 14 points. No 
Only one touchdown, 182 yards and an interception. Michael Thomas, eight receptions, 114 yards and a touchdown for 21 fantasy points. The best f***ing receiver in the goddamn game. Excuse me, comma. <laughs> Stephon Diggs. Feeding yeah. off that Thielen injury with five receptions, 121 yards, and a touchdown. And Kelsey, seven receptions, 92 yards, and a touchdown. Calvin Ridley, eight receptions, 143 yards, and a touchdown. What is going on? Team Diggins, Pat Rivers is f***ing terrible. 12 points, 353 yards, a touchdown, and only four interceptions. Oh, Dalvin Cook. 26 yards and a touchdown for 13 and a half points. Josh Jacobs with 112 yards, 11 and a half. Popcorn Sutton, 15 and a half. Zach Ertz, 13 and a half. Not enough. 132. Paul Diggins, 89. Next matchup. McKenzie versus Jordan Bell. Pillow Fighters once again lived up to the name. Jordan, 117 and a half. McKenzie, 93 and a half. Let's look at the scoreboard. If it will f***ing load, thank you. Dak Prescott, 444 yards and three touchdowns for 30 fantasy points. Kamara, 75 yards, 16 points. Marlon back. He's hurt now, too. Join the club. Let's have a parade. 109 yards of TD. He got you 16. He, lives, he at least helped you win this week. I can't f***ing talk. I'm so good, man. The pillow fighters. The, 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 J.D. McKissick, six and a half points. He f***ing sucks. DeAndre Hopkins, seven receptions, 80 yards. Managed to get you 11 and a half. Jamison Crowder with five receptions, 76 yards and a touchdown, 15 and a half points. Samuel, eight receptions, 134 yards and 17 points. And the 49ers defense was 16. Right, on to the next matchup. <laughs> Jordan Bell won that if I didn't mention it. Jordan Clark versus Antoine. Antoine, 130. Jordan Clark, 105. The scoreboard. Let's look at it. It's a little f***ing load. This is 2019. I can't get a f***ing iPad to load to look at the scores. Bear with me. Bear with me here. All right, here we go. On Antoine's side of the ball, Allen, 256 yards, four total touchdowns, 33 yards. Ezekiel Elliott, 17 fantasy points. Leonard Fournette, eight and a half. John Brown, two touchdowns, 137 yards, nine receptions for 29 and a half fantasy points. And I don't know who the f who the f this is. Dwelly, Dwelly, 15 points off two touchdowns. God, on the other side of the ball, Christian McCaffrey continues to dominate with 24 and a half points. Joe Mixon, 86 yards and a touchdown. His trade value keeps riding us into the air. You're still going to have nobody wants him. Cooper Cup, six and a half points. Waller, nine and a half. D, D Moore with 13. And the Patriots defense only got you 12. Poetic justice, Tom Brady, I guess. Last matchup. We're running out of time here. We're overtime. This is an extended segment today. Enjoy it. It's, it's not going to cost you anything extra. We had Logan versus uh, Forrest here. Logan, 124 and a half. He's making strides to the playoffs. I mean, the meanwhile, I'm f***ing in the diggy bowl because my team is self-imploding on itself. But we're talking about their matchup. Logan came ahead, 124 and a half to 96. Uh, let's, let's load it up here. We're going to wait for it. We're going to f***ing wait some more. Here we go. 
Uh, Derek Carr, 19 points, two total touchdowns, an interception. Okay, uh, that's okay. He's still got 19. Mark Ingram with 20 and a half, 48 uh, yards, two receiving touchdowns. Balage, bye-bye, eight and a half points. Galladay, three and a half. Shark, um, most touchdowns in the league right now, if I'm not mistaken, on my stats, my Scary Harry stats. 26 points, two touchdowns, 104 yards. Solid whoop pick, Hunter Henry, 11 points, solid uh, Lev Bell, 15 points on 59 yards and a touchdown. And Marvin Jones Jr. with 18 fantasy points. Four receptions, 43 yards, and two touchdowns. And that's about it on the scorecard. Like I said, uh, that's it for that's it for uh, 300 seconds plus plus some more. I don't know how many seconds we're at now. But y'all enjoy the, uh, the rest of the show. Uh, you know, fantasy football, you know, good night. All right. <clears throat> Glad to hear from Scary Harry there. Uh, Mackenzie just sent me a text message and said, uh, finish it without him. He's got a big problem. And I said, uh-oh. Okay. So we're going to roll this one on without Mackenzie. That was oh, Scary man. Harry. Next man up. And, uh, yeah. You got anything to add to what Scary Harry said there, Logan? Uh, he didn't really talk about Farce's team. Um, Gurley did pretty good. Allen did good, and then he just had some straight duds. Deep, who's fails, tight end, one and a half. Defense Ronald getting Jones. two points is not good. And and you know I thought I'd lost this Thursday night when the Steelers defense has three, Chris Boswell zero, and they get in a big old fight. Yeah, I thought it was over, but hey, it's fantasy. Yeah. Anything can happen, and that's kind of been the kind of been the motto for the year. You know, you got teams that are coming in on top that are losing, teams that are coming on the bottom that are winning. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't matter how it, how it all works out for you going into the game. It's all about what happens whenever it's over with. I feel like more than last year, at least, there's a lot of randomness this year on teams saying players are healthy, starting them. They don't do anything. They sit them. And there's just – if you can get consistent points, you can win this league because there's a yeah. lot of ups and downs. That's why I start two lines receivers. It's not the best play, but it, I'm going to get nine points from both of them. Minimum, yeah, I mean, it, at, at the same time, four. if you don't start both of them, then one of them is going to inevitably do good. I mean, it's just it, – it, it's bound to happen. So. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely see. <clears throat> I definitely see where you're coming from on that. So, what's standard protocol from here? Do we talk about all the upcoming matchups? Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll do we'll do some upcoming matchups, uh, and then we'll do the matchup of the week since we talked about that beforehand. No. Um, we'll go ahead and get into the upcoming matchups. We we won't give McKenzie a whole lot to edit here. We'll we'll do this and we'll wrap it up short and sweet. Okay. Um, I'm having some scary, hairy technical difficulties myself on trying to get stuff to load up for this week's matchup, week 12. I got mine pulled up, but I need to get to We this. will, uh, <clears throat> since we're not going to have a whole lot of stuff going on here, you want to talk about everybody's matchup just briefly going into the week, and then and then we'll do the, the detailed weekly matchup? That's fine, yeah. All right. I'm trying to get these pulled up. I can't find the... Since it's going to load mine and mine and Luke's up first, we'll just we'll go ahead and head into That's that. 
so this week, week 12, taking on Luke, a.k.a. Paul, a.k.a. the man that has some of the most dynamic wide receivers in the game on his team. I am projected at 117. He is projected at 112. We will see how it works out. Luke's facing a lot of bye weeks or a lot of bye week blues. He has got uh, five out of his six players on his bench that are on buys. Actually, I'm sorry. Six out of six on his bench are on buys. Uh, Luke, lot. do what? It's a whole bunch. Yeah, and he still could he could win. He's got a solid. Yeah, team. yeah. I'm 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 not I'm not writing this game off. He he thinks that it's already rode off. I'm not going to go down that road. I I never never feel like I've got to win before the game ever starts. He's got Jimmy Garoppolo versus Green Bay at quarterback. Should be a decent matchup there. Uh, Derrick Henry going up against Jacksonville for running backs. That'll uh, be fine. Somebody yeah, just ran all over. There's nothing last to worry week. about. Chris Carson at Philadelphia. Chris Carson is the dedicated number one back for the Seahawks. Philip or Philip, Philadelphia's defense is it's just it's not it's not daunting to any offense. That's a run first be. team too, Seattle. That's what yep. they like to do. Yep. Uh, Michael Thomas at Carolina. Carolina's defense is another one of those that should pose no threat whatsoever to Michael Thomas. Uh, Other than Cooks. their pass rush, getting to breeze quick, they got a good pass rush. Yeah, they they they, they do have a good pass rush. They're just not good in coverage. I have noticed that. Brandon Cooks showing questionable. I don't know exactly what is going on with him. His talent's questionable. His talent's questionable. Brandon Cooks is questionable. He is good when he wants to be. Against the Ravens, that is one that I would worry about. Because the Rams' offense has been quite stagnant, and you want to factor in them playing the Ravens, which could be a Monday night too. If he's questionable and doesn't play, he'd have to get yeah. a fill in from yeah, your, your options are very limited, and, and he would be forced to drop somebody off of his team. One of his guys that are on buys, and the Sharks will swarm that. Yeah, because that's a pretty um, good buy squad, except for. The Chiefs running back. Yeah. would be one he He's got Jason Witten starting in at tight end. That's only fitting for arguably the biggest Cowboys fan in the nation against New England. That's going to be very stingy. Witten might catch a pass, but he's so old he might catch pneumonia. So <laughs> Come here for fantasy football advice and stay for the comedy. Uh <laughs> I'm not a real Jordan, doctor. He's got Jordan Howard against the Seahawks, Philadelphia Seahawks matchup. What what's what's your take on Seahawks defense? I don't know. Don't ask me anything about defense. I don't I know. I mean it's it, it is it is many years removed from the Legion of Boom that it was. I think defense later. is more about who you play than yeah. your as far as fantasy goes. Now if we're talking yeah. winning games, I think Seahawks defense is pretty good, but yeah. They let up a lot of points, but they clamp, they clamp down when it's time to win. And also, just for for noting here, Jordan Howard is also still questionable. Uh, I don't he did not play at all last week. I don't believe, or if he did, that's where he caught the injury designation. One of the two. 
Uh, Calvin Ridley against Tampa Bay. Atlanta all of a sudden looks like a totally different team on offense and defense. Dan Quinn gave up play calling in their bye week on defense, and now their defense is finished out like in the top five the last two weeks after their bye week. So, and Tampa Bay's not got that stat of defense. I mean, you got you got Jameis Winston at quarterback. You know, not 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 even to go into a Falcons defense matchup here, just to talk about that. You got Jameis Winston at quarterback for Tampa Bay going up against a all of a sudden revitalized Atlanta defense. You know that that game could go either way. That's the, the way I see it. You got to watch out for it. it's the time of year where teams. I don't think any team ever loses on purpose, but I think their motivation can be lessened. Yeah. By and then draft you, factors and such. Yeah, yeah. Trying to make sure if if they know that they're not going to hit a playoff by or a playoff seed, they're going to try to strengthen their their draft chances. You got the Rams defense against Baltimore. That is a start that I would not make whatsoever. I wouldn't either. Baltimore is good. When you have yeah. a quarterback that can run like that, your defense can play perfect, and he just—it's cheat code. Yeah, yeah. It is, he is—he is the the human cheat code. If there was ever a week for me to play Luke, this is the week to do it because he has Travis Kelsey, Stephon Diggs, Larry Fitzgerald, Patrick Mahomes, Damian Williams, and Lashawn McCoy all on bye week. Yeah, his entire bench. Is going to get him zero points, which is great because if we do somehow manage to tie, if I get one point out of my bench, I'm in a better spot. You're going to win because young hoes always win. <laughs> Whenever I saw what, what this guy has done in the last two or three weeks that he's played, as far as kickers go, he seems to be consistent for two weeks. Joey Sly is either going to get 12 points or three points. So I need as much stability as I can with but my battered up team. You don't need kickers in D to win. I just won with three points from them combined. Yeah, but you, they, you they help. You did. It, it, it ain't much, but it's honest work. <laughs> my side of the ball, I've got Drew Brees going up against Carolina. Not I think worried that'll be about good. that. Um, Nick Chubb. Miami. That'll be great. That'll be great. Hopefully Nick Chubb breaks his two-game no-touchdown streak that he's on. Still still be – or he's still been getting right at 100 yards each week, so it's not terrible. But when it, those weeks that he gets a touchdown, it's much better. Uh, Joe Mixon recently acquired against Pittsburgh. Sorry, Logan, but I got to go against the boys. Nah, I think the boys are going to win that game, regardless. I, I think they. I think the boys it. are going to win the game. I, I do agree with you there. Um, my tough matchup that I've seen that I'm on the fence about is Devontae Adams at San Francisco. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers has not looked the greatest, except for the week that they played the Raiders and he got like 40 points. Man, I, um, I think so, you kind of got to think about Gallup in there. See, Gallup, they're they're playing they're playing. That's uh, I mean, right. I, I have better. I have very tough matchups this week with Luke having players on by, so it's kind of a washout really on advantage. Uh, OBJ going up against Miami. I'm hoping that he gets on track, gets him a touchdown at least in this game. 
Mark Andrews at the Rams. Just open for Matt Rams defense is not as good as it has been. No, no, it's definitely not. Um, the freaking still, Steelers beat them with a yeah. college quarterback. <laughs> Pre-fight. Pre-fight. Pre-fight Steelers, yeah. Um, got Emmanuel Sanders, wide receiver. I don't know why I said wide receiver. Going up against Green Bay. Green Bay's defense was something I was very high on coming into the year, thinking that they were going to be very tough. But as with all things, they kind of look like the Chicago Bears, and it's a little bit of a, of a facade. It's not as good as what you think it is. I've got Jalen Samuels in there right now. Not sure if I'm going to keep him against Cincinnati. Probably will, but I may not. I did manage to ride out my stash, and I've got the Browns defense. I was going to ask who you had to kill for that because that's a pretty good matchup. I have had that on my roster for three weeks now. I've been sitting on that defense. Um, And then Young Ho Koo, the kicker for Atlanta. The name we all deserve. (laughs) The name we all deserve, which is why my team name has been dubbed. I like Chubby Young Ho's. Because everybody's 13, and we all like to make jokes. So I'm going to jump here now that everything is everything is fine. <laughs> oh, he's back. Nice. Uh, I've, I'm back in the game. Um, what are we doing? <laughs> uh, we, we were we, we're we just made a audible here, and we were going to go straight to weekly matchups. Since you weren't here, we were just going to lightly touch on everybody's matchup. Except we're not lightly touching. Yeah, we're doing every single player of each side. So it's okay. <laughs> well, well it's, it's time to be organized. Uh. <laughs> you, you can't just put me in control of a ship. Especially <laughs> with me as co-pilot. So how many how many did you get through? Just we covered one. mine and Luke's. So that took 30 minutes? Approximately. Yeah, just about. <laughs> okay. Well, approximately. I, <laughs> I guess we'll keep doing that. We'll just do it we, backwards. We can we can speed it up a lot more. Let, let's you know let's that, just go with the highlights. Because you know that typically this is not how how we do it. That usually we do we recap everyone's matchup from the previous week, and then we do one matchup of the week for the upcoming oh, week. Oh, we did do it backwards. This is also why I said you can't leave me in control of a ship. But you know what? We're I I do like the audible because we're just we're doing some show prep live here. Yeah, I mean uh, I was I was under under center ready to go listening to Scary Harry, and then I get the call from the sidelines from Omaha. you saying saying Omaha, and I I called the wrong Omaha. It was like Omaha Steaks, not Omaha Nebraska. Yeah, so I'll go ahead and share what I did. My dog got out and is running through the neighborhood. Uh, terrorizing the town and does not know the command come and it is raining outside it is very cold and so I just had to sprint through the rain probably ended up on everyone's doorbell camera uh, chasing <laughs> my dog down so that's that's nice. what had to happen Northwest that Arkansas was the audible people have doorbell cameras <clears throat> that's right you gotta have them uh yeah, so that's so. Anyway, the audible. I do like the audible show prep live because it doesn't really make sense to have Scary Harry recap us from the previous week and then talk about the previous week a second time, right? And then talk about the upcoming week. So 
Since Scary Harry has become a regular in recapping our previous week, I kind of like this. So I think that your Audible is might be doing us some good here. Nice. So basically what, what, what my take was on it, Scary Harry ended up doing a extended cut. It, it, was, it was approximately uh, 487 seconds. If I'm just throwing a shot in the dark there instead of 300 seconds, so he he, he touched on things very heavily, so that's why I was just going to go ahead and you know move on and maybe maybe just lightly hit everybody's. Except Forrest's tank, he didn't say anything about that, so we covered it. We picked up <laughs> yeah, the yeah, we, we 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 covered Forrest's side of the ball. He, he gets he winded. Ball. It's all them cigarettes he smokes in Mexico, so we we understand. Yeah. Right. Well, that's okay. See, you know what? A bad thing happened, and maybe a good thing will happen because the bad thing happened. But we are not going to spend 30 minutes on every matchup. It's time to speed (laughs) things up a little bit. Uh, All right, we're so, back under control. We're reined in. <laughs> let me, let me, let me rein us back in. Kick you in the, kick you in the side a few times. Yep. And put the blinders on. Just put go. your bit in your mouth. It's it's time to go. Uh, so, next matchup by my watch here is Diggins versus Forrest. Sounds good. Uh, Coming up, this one's close. 113.7 to 113.4. Which you might Another, as well say 113.5 to 113. Yeah. You, we do not do full point PPR. You, you exactly interrupted my side thought here, which is, the, why does it do this? Like, why can we not just get yeah. 113 and a half? If you, uh, if you set your league to be a half point PPR league, why would it give you projections for full point PPR? <laughs> I don't even know that that's full point. I don't really understand. That's like increments. You yeah, that's 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 that. the the way full point works is it actually it, it will go to the tenth of a point too. So you you could win a game one thirteen point seven to one thirteen point four. It wouldn't just okay. be one thirteen and a half to one thirteen and a half. Right. Got it. Anyway, so this is one's really close. One thirteen, one thirteen, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Let's see here. So we've got Forest team. Are, I was about to say they were both tied, but they are not both tied. Myself yeah, and Forest are both tied. Right. Yeah. So uh, go Forest. Forest four and seven. Diggins five and six. Uh, let's see. Forest has got Jameis Winston in Atlanta. Um, that's a pretty good matchup. I don't know. Um, is it? Is it though? Yes, Atlanta's defense is awful. But look! Look at what they've done the last two weeks. They have like nine sacks in the last two weeks and four or five interceptions. Right, but maybe for defensive fantasy points, but speaking just specifically to the quarterback versus a fantasy defense, they're horrible. Yeah. Maybe. I I don't they're, I don't I don't I'm not high on Jameis. That's why I disagreed with that one. Atlanta is ranked twenty six in the league against fantasy quarterbacks. Right, but that's overall through the season. I'm 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 just talking about the small sample size of like the last two weeks since Dan Quinn gave up play calling. Yeah, we there could be I mean there could be a new trend, but um, I think because James they is they fine. were a very high waiver pickup this week. The Falcons defense were for a streaming defense. Right. Uh, big play though, Julio Jones, uh, ready to put up big numbers against yeah. the worst in Tampa Bay. Um, Julio has been consistent and is Forrest's biggest playmaker, wouldn't you say? Yeah, that and Chris Godwin. Right. I mean, that's that's it, his bread and butter is Chris Godwin, Julio, and, you know, I, I mean, there, there's no one else that really jumps out as a 
bread and butter playmaker, but those two for sure. Right. He's just got to get um, running backs figured out because yeah. it, Ronald Jones it has been up and down. Todd Gurley has also been up and down. Uh, finally came alive last week with uh, the, the Todd Gurley of old. Yeah, and Miles Sanders has been up and down. So Exactly. So it's just it's just tough, and that really hurts his team. But otherwise, Forrest is really strong um, in a lot of other areas. But uh, let's move it over to Diggins with uh, the the quadruped of of running backs, with uh, one of those running backs being on by this week. But uh, Barkley, Josh Jacobs, David Montgomery. Uh, we talked about it at nauseum on this podcast, but his running backs are stupid. Um, David Montgomery finally healthy last week. There was the question of, uh, I think it was an ankle injury. I'm not a hundred percent sure on. Yeah. It was something along those lines. Right. Uh, so he's got that going for him. I think that, I think he'll have a fine game. Um, and then, uh, yeah, he's got, got to get Phillip Rivers out of the lineup. Carson Wentz, um, should do should do better there. But what do you think about Zach Ertz this week? Anyone? Uh, I think he'll be fine. Yeah. Seattle's we, we, defense is not good against tight ends. I say that as someone who's starting the other Eagles tight end this week. So I think that gives you confidence though. If you can if you if they're both okay to start, then Yeah, I I would um, I would definitely say that Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard are both okay starts this week for sure. There was nothing uh, on the tight end market, so he was literally the best. Yeah, so Corwin Sutton has been a big surprise this year. Um, oh, I don't want to listen to Dad Yates talk about something. Go away. Um, or Field Yates. Who's Thad Yates? <laughs> That's what I was wondering, too. I hope T.Y. Hilton lays a stinker. I'm being petty about that. But. Yeah, he's getting a start. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't supposed to be back for like three more weeks. Yeah, he, had, he, had, a, he had a four to six week designation, and he came back in, in three. three weeks. Yeah. So Logan uh, dropped him. So screw you, T.Y. One man's trash is another <laughs> man's treasure. <laughs> yeah, so, so another man's trash. Yeah, one man's trash could also be another man's trash as well. That's all I'll say. I'm done. I don't know, man. I I don't know about Ty. This is this is a plus matchup for him. Um, you know, we've seen what Jacoby Brissett and Zach Pascal have done. Now the main dude is back here, so I think there's hope. I think there's hope, but I don't foresee it being. A very great game for him. I think this game is going to be a whole lot closer on paper as far as points scored goes. So it's going to have to be strictly production-based. I don't think the Colts are going to run away with it, and I also don't think the Texans would run away with it either. Yeah. Uh, so who do you guys like in this matchup? Should we do it this way where we, we, we declare a winner through each each uh, thing or just talk about them? Yeah, I'm, I'm down with that. I'm going Forrest because it's what I want, and I think he's <laughs> due some some big points because his team didn't show up very much last week. Colton? I want Diggins to win, but I really don't want either one of them to win. They they honestly both need to lose, so <laughs> that's, 
that's that's what I'm going to go with. They both need to lose. Yeah. But in reality, I, I think that Forrest will take the win here. Uh, but seeing as how he is the one that's tied with me in points, I would rather Diggins win. Or tied with me in record, I would rather Diggins win. I'm going to pick Diggins because I think he has better matchups. and uh, I think Allen Robinson higher is ceiling there. I, I, I think this is Allen Robinson's week. It better be. If it's not, then there's because, a problem. Yeah, they have if, a quarterback if you, problem. If you, if you can't put up a big day against the Giants, you might as well just go on home. Thank you, Mitchell Trubisky. With the hit uh, <coughs> Excuse me. Um, let's see. Coming up next, Jay Bell and uh, Hayden Smith. So we got an honorary matchup of the week here because both – both two teams are tied, right? Same yep. record. Yep. Uh, big, six. big game for both teams. One could go into the playoffs. The other could move down out of the playoffs. Um, but uh, yeah. So, what do you guys think about this? Well, I think there's a clear cut favorite here, and that's why yeah. it's not matchup of the week. <laughs> um, but it's fantasy, <laughs> and you never know. You hate fantasy. to see it, but. Yep. Um, yeah, the reason that we didn't is because we we were all in agreement that J Bell was going to kind of run away with it, but um, I, I mean, there's Hayden still has a chance, of course, with Lamar Jackson. Um, you know, you never know what he's going to do. He he's a cheat code. He is the uh, the Pat Mahomes of 2019. Um, Better than Pat Mahomes from 2018. Yeah. He's, as, he's as incredible. Far as, a, as far as a playmaker, I would say better because he's dual threat, like the meaning of dual threat. Yeah, he's had an incredible sorry season. Sorry, you guys can hear that siren. There's a apparently an accident down from my house, and there's multiple sirens right past my house. Keep having to hit the cough button because of running through the cold air. Yeah, Hayden's um, got the uh, the stack going here with Marquise Brown and Jackson, so could be double points or double yeah. suck. Yeah, it, it is. It has hurt him in the past with Marquise Brown. Lamar Jackson has yet to have a down week since Week Five, and even in that game, he still had a touchdown and had three interceptions. I I think that it's safe. I think you've you're getting huge points from Jackson. Uh, Marquise Brown, though, I don't know. Um, you never know. You just don't know. If, yeah, he's, if he's, gonna... he's, he's one of those Miko Hardman guys. He may get four targets in a game and catch one of those four, but it could go for 89 yards and a touchdown, you know. I think one of them Houston running backs will get him some points. It's like yeah. me with the Detroit receivers. He's playing that odds there. And I'll, He's playing both of them? I, see, I, I, I originally had the exact same reaction, McKenzie. I was like, oh, my God, man, things are bad. Hayden's got to play both Houston running backs. And then I thought about it. Indianapolis defense is middle of the pack, and they're both good at what they do. Carlos Hyde is the north and south guy. Duke Johnson catches passes. I think that with this game being as tight as what it is, I think that he could actually get good production out of both of them. Is, is he going to get 20 points apiece out of both of them? Absolutely not. But if he's able to salvage, you know, a good, decent day with both of them, I, I think that that's a good move. And huge game in the standings in real life 
They're both yeah. six and four, same division, yeah. so they're going to be playing hard. Yeah, this Big this deal. is that's that's why I think that this game on paper is is definitely one of is probably going to be the game of the week. It needs to be the game of the week because Deshaun yeah. Watson always has good games whenever he comes off of a really bad performance because the guy just cares so much about his job. Please be so. Uh, <laughs> the the only scenario where I see both of these guys putting up points that are actually going to help Hayden win. Is if they both get a touchdown. Overtime. Overtime, which is not going to happen. I think that uh, as maybe if Houston gets up a lot and they just have to run the ball and they just start running the clock out. That's that's really the only scenario where I see these guys putting – I mean, Hayden needs big points. He needs a lot to win. Yeah. I don't think you're getting it with both of these guys in your starting lineup. It's a possibility. Both of them are very safe. Both of them will get you five to six points, maybe ten. Um, I don't, and that's not what you need. He needs more than that. So that's why I don't like both of them this week for him. Yeah, I think that Jarvis Landry, if he plays, I know he's questionable right now. I don't see any reason why he won't play. Uh, I'm hoping for my sake that OBJ is the primary guy. But, you know, hey, whatever. If he's not, that's on me. But I, I think Landry will have a great day. Jared Cook has been consistent since he came back from his injury. Um, I think that he can get him around 10 to 12 points. And who knows with Slayton and Fuller. Fuller's going to be a game-time decision. So, I mean, that's – Sleeper said he was playing. He's playing. Okay, he is, he is acting. Yep. All right, He's well, in. The, the last thing that I had read this morning was that he was a game-time decision. I told Hayden so, to pick him up. That was my yeah, suggestion. Yeah, he, he was this so. morning, but about an hour ago they – Made him active. Good deal. So sorry, Hayden, if he sucks it up for you. Yeah, I mean, he, Fuller Fuller's one of those guys that whenever he's whenever he has been injured, he's known for reaggravating it in a game. But he's also he's also Will Fuller. I mean, he is he is on a very capable offense with a great quarterback. So anything is possible. I I, I still give the win to J. Bell in this one just because yeah. Hayden has such a hill to climb. But, uh, I mean, we haven't even really talked about his team. So many plus matchups. Kamara in Carolina, Tevin Coleman in Green Bay, Mike Evans in Atlanta, Tyler Lockett back, uh, supposedly supposed to play against Philadelphia. Williams um, against then, the Jets. And then Tyrell good. Williams against the Jets. This is just matchup paradise. I, I do, I do like Jones. what he did with bumping Aaron Jones down to his flex just in case he had someone else that he – felt like needed to be in there because San Francisco's defense is great uh, I think they are going to have to they're, they're, they're going to make Aaron Rodgers pass the ball that's game of the week right there this, yeah that will be an interesting game second. yeah Tonight. hopefully there'll be some and J-Bell is one of those one of those guys that sided with me starting the Falcons defense as a streaming option even though they are still projected at five points I, I, I believe in the Falcons' defense right now. I, I mean, Jameis Winston is going to throw picks. Yeah, he, he's he's going to throw you guaranteed two picks. Death taxes and Seamus Jameis throws picks. That's certainty in life. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, I'm giving it to J-Bell. I think we're all giving it to J-Bell. Yeah, yes, sir. Uh, so, all right. Two more left. We'll try to blow through them. Uh, me, the Pillow Fighters themselves, versus Jay Clark this week. 
Uh, Jay Clark coming off a big trade with DK Metcalf, getting rid of Joe Mixon. Um, not in the lineup yet, so the projection should be about 109 for Jay Clark to my 103. Yep. Uh, Deshaun Watson and uh, DeAndre Hopkins are about to start playing. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Um, McKenzie with Bo Scarborough. Bo Scarborough for uh, sixteen dollars this this uh, this week off of waivers. <clears throat> we'll see how we say, we'll see how he does. I'm confident against Washington. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to just blow my whole like thirty six dollars or whatever that I have. Yeah. Um, I wanted to save some of that because after this week, I don't know that I'm going to play him again. Yeah, I, 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 that's what Antoine and I talked about the other morning, Wednesday morning. Um, I I felt like he's going to be a good pickup for this week, but I think he's essentially just a week twelve play. That's that's my opinion on him. Also, just he's strictly going to be a week twelve play. Yeah, so that's fine, and that's uh, that's what I need for this week. Having uh, Devonta Freeman out, um, Matt Burita possibly out, Mister Head, Shoulders, Knees, and Toes always injured. Um, I don't want to take the risk on him, and so. Bo Scarborough hopefully will give me what I need, and I got to punt McKissick back to the waivers. There you go, which is where and he needs to be. Vance McDonald, I like it. There you go, man. It's time. It's uh, he's had one get good game all season. He's, he's doing it. your Vance McDonalds against Cincinnati. I sure uh, maybe he'll get me five points if that's what I can get out of him. Then you're happy. With I it. am happy, very happy with Vance. Um, if all thing if things go terrible um the rest of his schedule is not that bad he's got arizona in two weeks who are the worst against tight ends yep. uh new york jets in playoff week or uh, championship week so if evan ingram bites the dust i might just stick it out with vance mcdonald if they would play him every snap <laughs> he would be a lot better they they yeah. swap tight ends in a bunch yeah him and it isn't it Nick xavier grimble or well no and, maybe and all, also vanette Van Ant, that's it. Too. That's the new one. Yeah. yeah. Nick Vanette. We need uh, some Steelers knowledge. There you go. Been watching I've watched two, many two games, games with in me. Fayetteville. Yeah, I've watched two games in Fayetteville with you. <laughs> it's too, too many. Uh, so, yeah. So, I've got confidence that Deshaun Watson is, is uh, having a bounce back week. Um, though this first drive is... Uh, uh, Indianapolis has the ball. Um, you, you know, like you said, Colton, coming off of that bad week um, that he had before, I think that um, I think it's going to be a similar similar story. I mean the you know. the last time <clears throat> the last time that Deshaun Watson had a bad game, he stayed in the stadium for like three hours after the game, watching film and throwing the ball. Like I mean, he yeah. just he 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 wears everything, and whenever he lets his team down, or he feels like he's let his team down, he he usually historically comes back and has an amazing game. He's been a great player. He's definitely my fantasy MVP. Um, I love his motivation, and uh, if if I win the, if I win the Burgundy, a Deshaun Watson jersey might be might be on the way. You might you might get you a Philip Lindsay jersey. Philip Lindsay's oh. about to have a Lord monster Crabber. year. <laughs> I feel terrible for letting Philip Lindsay go. Philip Lindsay <laughs> is about to explode. So thank you, Colton. I hope I you enjoy Sony Michelle. 
for a Sony PS2 Michelle. Yeah, for oh, yeah. I, I, I traded a, a, a 2019 model Philip Lindsay for a Sony PS2. <laughs> it was terrible. The old body style. Yeah, you gotta you gotta pull the disc out all the time and blow it, and it, it's. I got all all my memory cards are full. Can't can't put any new games in. It's just terrible. Yeah, but uh, no, I'm, I'm excited about Philip Lindsay this week. Is this is going to be his last tough matchup, and then he's golden until the end of the season. Um, so we'll see this week. But uh, we already talked about Vance, Devontae Parker, and Jamison Crowder are the waiver wire champions that will continue to be in my lineup for the for the end of times. As, as uh, long as Fitzpatrick is still quarterback at Miami, Devontae Parker is for sure a start. Right, and there's really no reason for him not to be quarterback for the rest of the season. Yeah, because if uh, if Josh Rosen comes in at quarterback, Devontae Parker needs to hurt his groin <laughs> and sit out the rest of the season. Right. What is this ESPN note here? Ronald Jones is more likely to have a bigger game than Devontae Parker. Why would you compare those two players? They're not even and- in the same game. <laughs> they're not in the same game. One's a running back. One's a wide receiver. I, I, I guess don't they're saying for waiver wire pickups, maybe. But Ronald Jones, in, yeah. in our league, has not been on the waivers. In yeah. those guys are weeks. both over like sixty percent rostered. Yeah, in yeah. That, all that's of that's not leagues. a that's that's not a waiver wire pickup. In if our you league. see what it on world? ESPN, it's too late in our league. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 already been found out. <clears throat> Yep. If if, uh, if someone scores a touchdown on a Sunday, they're rostered that next week in our league. For sure. <laughs> All right. Enough about my team. How do you guys how do you guys think of Jordan Ferris here? I just want to say one thing right off the bat that I'm furious he picked up Jacob Hollister. And it's that type of sneaky crap, which is why I paid nineteen dollars <laughs> for that Colts running back. Because I've been planning him as my backup for three weeks. And he gets him Monday night, drops somebody before waivers had started, and he's not even playing him. What is going on? I have to wonder if he's ever going to play him. He's going to play him when I mean, he plays me next week is what he's going to do. Yeah, uh, probably. But at the same time, though, would you start Jacob Hollister over Darren Waller? That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I think this was a defensive move. Well, I wasn't going to start him over Hunter Henry. So, I mean, no, I, I know, but I mean, whenever Hunter's on on, when, whenever you needed him next week, because he's not yeah, on bye, it's just true. next week you needed him. It's a defensive move, and you know, for last week he had an okay game, but for three weeks in a row, Darren Waller has been very not explosive, which is what he's been for the entire season. Yeah. Um, whereas Man. Hollister is starting to break out, and so Jay Clark may just be. Looking ahead, if Darren Waller starts to flop, he's got a good second option. I think it's yeah. a great move by Jay Clark. I'm just upset because I wanted him. <laughs> Selfish me. Yeah. So, uh, Cooper Cooper Cup coming off of two of the worst weeks of his career. Please continue. Um, I think that Baltimore is uh, might be a good place for that to continue. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> that was one thing that we did manage to talk about in your absence was uh, Baltimore's defense. <clears throat> I don't feel comfortable with anybody <clears throat> on the Rams against Baltimore's defense right now. Yeah, and we've got Brandon Cooks back this week, uh, Robert Woods back this week. Um, arguable that Coop that Cooper Cup is 
better when they're both out there because, um, you know, he's not the only option. I, I honestly but, think he is better whenever those other two are in the mix. But I don't know, man. I, well, I, I would yeah. I would rather have all three of them in the mix against any other defense right now besides Baltimore. Maybe yeah, maybe the Patriots. puts those blinders on and just throws the cup and nobody yep. else. Yeah. Yep. And they're usually incompletions or interceptions. Uh, Jeff Driscoll starting in Washington over Tom Brady. Fun fact, he was actually Louisiana Tech's quarterback most recently. Transferred from Florida. Therefore, That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. You, st- you still keep up that. with... Still keep up with a lot of tech stuff. Not at all. That was that was <laughs> the year after I graduated, and I went to one game, the game where they had the second and ninety eight or something when the fumble yeah, went all the way like down the, the field. It was like a ninety yard loss <laughs> against Miss State on a fumble. Tom Brady, though, uh, against a good defense in Dallas, uh, coming off of a game in Philadelphia with the very easy matchup. Yeah. And did only eight good. points. And so pivoting to Jeff Driscoll, if that's what it takes, let it go. I mean, at, 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 at this point, you're he's, he's second place in the division. I would say he's pretty well locked in. I, I, I don't know. I mean, six and five, he's technically not locked in, but at the same time, it, it would take something below him to, yeah. To lose out. If he just wins one more game, he's in. He yeah. doesn't have to win if, out. If he if he beats you this week, he's locked in. And if it if it takes you know good old Jeff Driscoll, I I would I would start him over Tom Brady myself because Washington's defense is pretty horrendous. Both them lines receivers are going for twenty five. I'm calling it. So go Driscoll. Right, that's 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 what Logan's hoping for. He wants that Galladay, <laughs> that Galladay Marvin Jones stuff. <laughs> Speaking of, we, we we could we could probably go ahead and leave this leave this matchup where it lies, and we could move on to that matchup of the week. Are we gonna pick a winner here? I would say you. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm gonna pick you for the win here. It's also once again what I need for standings. So, <laughs> well, we'll see. Uh, I, I not... don't I, I don't feel confident in saying you for the win, but I still think that it's gonna be you because Cooper Cup. Could potentially be the game winner, but he could also be the game loser because it is a Monday night game. And that's, Houston's that's putting together that on. pretty good drive right now, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, yeah, so Colton, you're trying to transition here to our matchup of the week this week. Last but not least, uh, Logan versus Antoine. So in this one, <laughs> a tale of two DJs. Yeah, I like that. that team name. That's right. Uh, these two guys. You guys have both creeped into the playoff bracket, and it's a it's a big game for both of you. Pretty close in projections, in a way, I guess. It's bigger um, for me. He can afford to lose. I yeah, really need to win. Seven and four. He can afford an L. Right, but yeah, this is a big game for you, Logan. So what are you what are you thinking? I really like my team, except for my tight end and Jonathan Williams. I'm good with everything else. Uh, Jonathan Williams may be the end of me. That could be the bonehead move next week. I don't think it's a bonehead move. It, it he appears to be the better back um, with uh, more opportunity last week. Whenever Marlon Mack went down, 
Um, so it's not a bad play to play him at all. I mean, you're hoping for you're hoping for big points, and I think that's with your bye weeks and all the stuff you got going on. I mean, what are you gonna do? Play Kalen Balage? Balage is about <laughs> done because he had nine attempts for nine yards last week. That's about right. as bad as you could do. He got a touchdown. That's all that saved it. And that's awful. Yes. But uh, is but is it really about as bad as you can do? Because didn't uh, <laughs> David didn't Johnson, Johnson have like three attempts for negative one? Negative so, two. Negative I, two. Yeah. And I won. So I've, the Lord has <laughs> been on my side here lately. Uh, be count your blessings. Uh, yeah. So I mean, you've got Russell Wilson. Uh, what's your thoughts on Lev Bell? Man, I think he's trending up. I hope they don't shut him down for the year on some stupid. Oh, we're gonna lose on purpose the next three games. So, you think that'll happen? I don't. I don't. But uh, it could. I still don't like him. He should be a Steeler. But you know, I honestly think that he is regretting not being a Steeler. Yeah, went from one of the better offensive lines to one of the worst. <clears throat> yeah. Right, that's why you don't see the production that but you hey, used to. He's the man. He's so good. He just he didn't <laughs> need that offensive line. He needed that money. Yep, worth it. I, but I, I also do agree with him that the the Steelers kind of kind of were leaving him hanging out in no man's land. So if yeah, if he, he if he meant that much money. to the Steelers, they definitely should have paid him. He wanted not. Ezekiel Elliott's salary plus, like, a Marvin Jones salary. He wanted number two receiver pay plus number one running back pay in one yeah. salary. Yeah. And also, Roethlisberger being out, he would be bad on the Steelers this year, too, because people yeah. stack the box against the Steelers now that Big Ben's not throwing. So yeah. You've got the, the, uh, the Detroit wide receiver stack this week. Coming back at it again. You sat him last week, didn't you? No, your week before. They played week before. This week. Jones uh, had 18 and Galladay like three. Yeah, Galladay only got one reception. Um, it's so a th- it's a low low. Hold on, I'll say that high floor, low ceiling play. It guarantees you a decent amount of points, but it's not the most points you could get. Right. It just can't it feel good. It cannot feel good throwing them both out every week. I and like just... it against Washington. I wish it was Stafford, <laughs> but. I'm because yeah, Stafford is the gunslinger. Right now he's just a broke back gunslinger. Kenny Drake's coming back in my lineup probably after this bye week. I like he's the what guy. he's doing. He's the man. I think Kirk is Unfortunately. good too. I like Kirk. Yeah, you if you weren't on a bye week, you would be pretty stacked mm-hmm. uh coming up here. So when drunk Jordan outlet. talked Jordan Clark talked drunk Logan into drafting Mike Williams one spot before DJ Moore. Drunk Jordan won that because Mike Williams has been a turd <laughs> all week. Or all that year. would be – you need to point that towards Phillip Rivers. Yep. But uh, I I like your matchups, man. I like your I like where you're at. Um, I think that Jonathan Williams is going to – I mean, it looks bad now, but I think that Jonathan Williams is going to get you what you need with that flex spot, and I think that you're going to be okay with that. Yep. Uh, Antoine's side, what do you see? I see Ezekiel Elliott is probably going to struggle against New England. Yep. I think that Fournette, who's only had one touchdown this year, I did not know that until last night. I was watching some stuff at work, 
He's had one touchdown all season. I think that he might struggle against Tennessee. I think their defensive front is pretty good at stopping the run. It's really slowing it down. Yeah, it's average. Uh, Amari Cooper, I don't really know. I know he's got a, a, a healthy tag right now, but last week he was kind of playing injured, and we see what that happened with Michael Gallup. And then you compound the fact that they're playing New England, who's allowed, like, on average 107 receiving yards in a game to wide receivers. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's why I'm leaving Gallup out of my lineup for right now. Yeah, it's not a bad play. And we talked about the stack with John Brown for the or with the Bills for the 500 IQ, but we've also got the the turds from Dallas here that are going up against New England. And yeah. it's that's going to be really hard having that stack. One one other, one other thing to note here is that while he does have John Brown and Devin Singletary, who did really good last week, Denver's defense has kind of came on a little bit. And uh, I don't I just I don't know how Buffalo's going to fare against Denver. I think that's a very low scoring game as far as what the, the line projection that. was. I think it was like 34, 37 points, something like that the last time I looked at it. So that's that's not going to be a very high scoring game. Um I don't know. I I think I think even though the projections don't show it, I think Logan has the upper hand here. Yeah, I think so too. You, uh, Antoine has hope with Matt Ryan um, and George Kittle are really the only two plus matchups, but I don't know that George Kittle plays. He's a non-contact jersey today during practice. Uh, Thursday practice, we're getting close, man. It's yeah. I don't know. Grant, granted, he's he does have he, he he's got Dwelly who he can immediately throw in there, but I just I. How how have tight ends fared against Green Bay this year? Uh, amazing. Okay, I, I've not paid attention to. That. I was I was legitimately asking that question. Yeah, Green uh, Bay's ranked 29th against tight ends. Okay, right well, up there with Arizona. I I think that even if he has to play Dwelly, I, I honestly think that if if they just choose to sit Kittle and let him get one more week off. I think that he actually stands a better chance at winning if he plays Dwelly. Because what I would worry about with Kittle in the mix is how much they're going to target him and what he's actually able to handle. The David Johnson memorial play, put him in for one play and, oh, he's yeah. not good. Boy. Yeah. You know, yeah. If, if he if he gets the, the go-ahead for a start, and kind of the same deal I'm looking at with Emmanuel Sanders. You know, he's got <clears throat> he's got rib cartilage injuries. So if he gets hit, <clears throat> anything in his abdomen area, he could potentially come out after one play for the rest of the game. For the rest of the game, you know, and that's I, I just I would be worried about that with with uh, with Kittle. A knee and ankle too is is his injury knee slash ankle, and so that's a yeah. got to be a um, tough for making cuts, and it's because he he's I don't a think very he plays this guy. week. I mean, he he's he is similar stature to what I would classify Travis Kelsey as, George Kittle. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, uh, I mean, they're they're both freakish athletes. They 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 can make jumps. They can you know they're 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 great at route running. And uh, if he aggravates anything, that that could be a potential. They're basically basketball players. That yeah, are catching footballs. Yeah, nice nice tall targets out there on the field. 
All right. <clears throat> Logan, you don't get a vote. Colton, okay. who do you think who do you I, think I, wins I, this I, one? I, I placed my vote even though You the, did, that's right. Even though the projections don't show it, I still think Logan has the upper hand. I think that it's wild that the projections don't show it because I think that it's I think that Logan Logan's got a far better setup coming in than than Antoine. Antoine's matchups look rough. Um, I think yeah, he's, that he's I playing. Think, he's playing good defense. He's playing against good defenses, all except for Matt Ryan and the Saints' defense, which I mean they don't compete against Carolina's defense. But yeah, Antoine's projections are so high because he has top-tier players that always find a way to um, to put up numbers, and he's so got they volume. have. Yeah, exactly. He, he has the volume. But I'm I'm Logan, I definitely really over there on my had, side. Yeah, exactly. And I definitely think that you, you've got the potential to boom. I think that it happens. Because poor Mark Ingram, Lamar Jackson has taken so much of that. It is If he don't get touchdowns, he's getting four points. It's, it's bad. But last week he got two receiving touchdowns. Right. So, I mean, that's <laughs> that's great. There you go. Get but you some of that. We'll just I don't feel good about it, but I, I hope a win. So. All right, well, let's let's close it out here. Closing out week 11, moving on to week 12. Uh, yeah, so final thoughts here for week 11. What do you guys got? Uh, I would say grab your popcorn for week 13 because it is going to be important. Yep. It's going to be all or nothing for about six teams in this league. <laughs> I'm going all all in to win for the next two weeks is what I'm going. If 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 I got to spend my hundred and thirty six dollars, I'm spending it next week. Yeah, I might sell my grandma for the right player on the waiver wire. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now, you can't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna be Booger McFarland and be like, well, if you want to be in the championship, you got to win some games. And or 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 John Madden. He is the new John Madden. He is the new John Madden. Can we all agree that... <laughs> At least the booger chair is gone from last year. <laughs> Dude, he's like space chair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you just fly around the stadium. How do, How much does that seat cost? I'd love to have that seat yeah. for a game. Yeah, I'd, 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 I'd just want to buy a ticket to an NFL game and sit in the booger chair. Yeah, well, uh, anyway, we need to wrap it up. If you, if we can get some feedback, if, if, if everybody likes the Audible and likes... Uh, likes Colton's change of pace here then we can do it this way uh, if you hate it we can go back to the way it was before but if you uh, hate yeah. it don't don't tell me about it just just there leave you your go. opinions to yourself I'm very fragile very fragile we'll see but yeah let us know and we can change it up if we need to but that's going to do it for us we're done for me for Colton and for Logan thanks for listening and we'll see you next time Arrivederci.